This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Goes Without Saying. You're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing and I'm joined by... Am I saying Sefi? Sefi? Well, yeah. Who else? Hi. And this episode is for anyone who's ever said they have a girl crush. We are talking about sexuality and going through life thinking that everyone thinks girls are hot. Maybe they do. Maybe we just live in a patriarchy that sexualized women. Who knows? It's also insanely chaotic and I don't use that phrase lightly. <laughs> um, it goes from bad to worse, so I hope you enjoy it. So we've just had to do this all again. I, we just did 20 minutes of recording and I just made wing style all again because I was like, I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like it. 20 minutes. For no real reason. For no good reason, it seems. But totally a good reason. If you don't like it, it's not going out. Although, listen, I'm not doing anything better this time around. So. I know, this is the thing. I just, I've got manic energy today. I'm, I'm going to apologise in advance. It's manic times for me right now. That's fine. That's fine. Went to see Hamilton last night. <laughs> Gosh. In the last take, I was like, I've been hearing about Hamilton for an hour and a half and now we're recording and still talking about it. Now I've been listening for the 20 minutes of recording and the whole hour and a half before recording. So take it away. <laughs> Do your worst. Here are the bullet points. Here's everything you need to know. You don't need to know anything other than last night I went to go see Hamilton. Now I'm obsessed with Lin-Manuel Miranda. I've been fantasising about him saying, tell me how to say no to this. Also, he wasn't there last night, by the way. Lin-Manuel Miranda wasn't there. I just was thinking about him quite a lot last night. (laughs) And I stayed up till 1am just watching videos of him. So those are the bullet points. That's all you need to know. I think that's a hot scene when he's like seducing the woman. He's like, her body's saying, hell yes. And God, she looks so helpless. Yeah, I don't love the helpless bit. And I'm saying no. I'm saying no to this from me. No, thank you. Which I entirely agree with. Like, he, it is it is gross, but... Uh, we've been through it. <laughs> but my body's saying hell yes. <laughs> Your body's saying hell yes. We've been through it. <laughs> His mouth is on mine and I can't say no. Can't say no. Okay, I'm going to start by saying thank you to everyone who sent messages because in the previous take, I went through like 10 different messages from me. There were so many messages of people giving their thoughts on this topic. Who knew there were so many thoughts? We did, I guess. That's why we're doing an episode. There was a mix, which is really interesting because it usually it's like landslide, everyone kind of agrees or like there'll be a few outliers or like it'll be like a 70-30 split. They'll just be like an even kind of, okay, I kind of what I expected. This one, it's like everyone kind of agrees. It's like a bit of a fucked up term. But within that, there's quite a lot of like speculation of why yeah yeah so many nuances okay so i'm gonna start with a different point i didn't make this in the last take so this is fresh sorry fresh out of mama's kitchen (laughs) no don't say sorry someone said just to come off the back of it being problematic because lots of people are saying that it completely invalidates the queer experience which we agree and someone also said well lots of people also said that the term girl crushes in itself was really essential in them understanding their own sexuality and I just thought that was really interesting because I kind of agree when I see so many messages from people saying basically I used to say girl crush I used to say I had a girl crush on this person I used to say I had a girl crush on this person and then I realized I was bi it's like yeah yeah you kind of you can't 
go on and on and on about girl crushes, assuming, oh, everyone thinks girls are hot, right? Without thinking, without finally being like, okay, hang on a minute. Yeah. Do I need to think about this a bit more? That's the thing with the amount that the like female form has been fetishized in the media, in the fucking world that we live in. You kind of think, well, everyone does fancy women. Mm. I always think like, am I projecting? But I kind of think everyone does fancy women i kind of just think no don't lie Mm -hmm. but then i feel like it's the kind of thing that sorry to interrupt no but i feel like everyone kind of can you know how because someone else said like uh, i had a boy in my class be like oh i couldn't tell if he was attractive or not because like you know i don't fancy boys but i can always tell when girls are attractive and it's like i think everyone can tell when girls are attractive because girls are constantly being ranked yeah but it's because you've been trained from such a young age to be able to appreciate okay well she's hot she's this type she's hot she's that type or oh she just needs to put on a bit more makeup then she'd be hot she just needs to lose a bit of weight then she'd be hot she just cut her hair then she'd be she'd go from like a four to a seven the idea of rating and kind of ranking women is like in our bones by now yeah god that's horrible (laughs) yeah yeah for sure it is because whereas for men it's like Mm, yeah he's hot or is it kind of like oh the girls fancy him or it's like look at um just any old fucking mediocre man lin-manuel he's not he's obviously a genius yada yada i don't care (sighs) don't feed the obsession but come off it like he's he's hardly if he was a woman he would not be getting away with that let me tell you he would not be playing (laughs) alexander hamilton well no there's no way but then yeah this is the thing it's like even the hottest hottest guy zach efron walks onto the set of high school musical 2 his peak showing our age (laughs) yeah he walks on (laughs) and his hair and makeup didn't take even 10 percent of the time that the loser of the film the female version kelsey let's say Mm. her makeup and she's playing the loser took literally like 70 percent longer than the hot main man yeah even to be the lame the lamest of the loserest of the loserest has to work harder. Yeah, to be a girl around here and show your face, yeah, we yeah. need to work on this. <laughs> Whereas it's like, oh, well, hot guy can just roll out of his trailer 10 minutes before he starts shooting, down the fucking drink, get on stage, has he even learned his lines? No, he's a star. He doesn't need to. Uh-huh. But Ashley Tisdale, if you mess up once and I think you need a nose job, it's like, are you joking? In the same way that you have to be the hottest person at the grocery store for some reason. It's like, not for some reason. Mm-hmm. We have the reasons. We know the reasons. There's there are academic, academic texts on, on the, the reasons. reasons. <laughs> that was a bit from the last take. <laughs> that we glad we brought that back. We acted that out for you. <laughs> <laughs> reenactment, historical reenactment of what could have been. <laughs> I love it when we go. We slip so easily from like actual organic conversation to just like a little bit we've rehearsed. It's like oh god. <laughs> That was a good bit, though, from the previous. Yeah, it was a good bit. Shame shame it got cut because I got insecure. Shame to lose <laughs> it, you know? Okay, should I... Can I take us into a bit of a random point? Mm-hmm. Because this was a point that I... When I was looking through some of the messages, I gasped aloud. I audibly gasped when I saw this. And Sefi was like, <gasps> what is it? And I said, I can't wait to share this message. So this person said, I slept with a girl for the first time ever last night. This is recent. Crazy. Fucking crazy. (laughs) It's like hot off the press. Honestly. Someone alert the papers. (laughs) I slept with a girl for the first time ever last night. And all I did was compare our body types. Mm. Which I just thought was... Give us a reaction. This is so fascinating. I literally just think this is so fascinating because it's like, yo, it's we're so trained to fucking be mm. rating women and being like, okay, we're so trained to compare ourselves to a friend. Oh, she's got better hair than me. She's got better boobs than me. She's got better legs than me. All of this stuff that obviously that's just even in the realm of sexual desire, that is just elevated to this level where it's like, mm. now it's two women. They fancy each other. They're naked in bed together. And you're still going oh but like her fucking she's got better teeth than me it's like what is going literally what is going <laughs> on teeth, random yeah things. it's funny trying to come up with safe things to say because you don't want to imply anything we don't want to imply anything do you lot? i know it's like make you feel bad about anything i don't want to trigger you literally it's like okay go through every she's got better elbows than me it's like little do we know you've been upset about your teeth all day literally so many people said that they're still unsure about their sexuality because they can't tell whether sometimes they're attracted to someone or they're just really jealous of someone Mm. or just like want to look like somebody it's like do i want to finger her or do i want to her legs for example i remember at school i think it must have been like year nine year ten when like the introduction of like twitter came to our school and everyone started Mm. tweeting everything they thought god really showing your age i know it was like right okay we're all gonna get twitter now and we're all gonna like just Uh tweet like hungry right now xd (laughs) 
next day. Or like when you would tweet things that would be like, oh my God, seeing Joe in the canteen, crazy about the sausage. And it's like, what does it mean? What does that mean? Inside jokes. What does it mean? She's so cool. She's got inside jokes with Joe. Oh my God, I wish I had inside jokes with Joe. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone called Joe at my school. No, but you, when you said Joe, you were, you were meaning I told you I literally am being deadly serious when I say no more names from people from my school it's getting so embarrassing (laughs) don't tell me the names then that was what I said ages ago and you'll just remember it's such a cheap laugh I have to do it sorry the problem the problem with wing is she really remembers like (laughs) names and things like that I just remember everything so now I've got to remember I need to make a note of myself there is a name in here that I need to cut because if that goes out yeah also it's the name it's the hot guy not the hot guy (laughs) making it work it really wasn't even like yeah you always told me that the hottest guy in town oh god okay okay twice now twice I'm, i literally was thinking to myself next time she starts doing this make a tally so you don't miss any of them twice. so now i've remind me there's two two of these that need to go you're hunting horcruxes i'm hunting for names that i need to beep out of irrelevant mediocre boys from my school <laughs> that i knew when i was like 12 it's funny to say you always tell me he was the hottest guy in town. I didn't. There's nowhere told anyone. No, I know. You've told me so much about him. <laughs> That's really embarrassing. He literally isn't. He's literally kind of just like the average Joe from the canteen. Oh. Funny about the sausage. Funny about the sausage. Yeah, you're all tweeting everything. We were tweeting, tweeting, tweeting. And there was a girl from my school. You don't know her name, I don't think. Thank God. Otherwise, it'd be count three. Um, <laughs> and she tweeted... Or she had liked a tweet and it and I remember me and my friends being like oh my god crazy mm. um she had liked a tweet that was like do you ever see a girl and you don't know whether you want to be her or be on top of her and I remember us being like oh my god like that is so crazy mm. obviously we're all just like fancying girls as well being like oh my god please no one find out no one find out yeah but this girl was ahead of her time. That is literally it. She was. She was ahead of her time. Of course she was. And also, we're all thinking it. If only I could give her a shout out. We all saw that tweet and thought, yeah, that's fucking it. But no, not me though. I fancy mm. blah, blah, blah. No names. No, <laughs> you shall not be named. Not even a name. <laughs> Nearly had you. <laughs> that's it. I think there is, that's the patriarchy. That's how the patriarchy interacts with like um, lesbian desire or like fancying women there is this blurred lines between seeing women as objects of desire and also seeing yourself within that and then also fuck well I also fancy this woman but I should be seeing her as like a piece of meat but I also should be seeing her like someone I actually want to have sex with but in an actual way in a similar way that I want to have sex with that man mm. and I also should be seeing her in a way of she's my competition yeah I should be competing with her for that boy's attention but I also don't want that boy's attention I want her attention mm. but meanwhile we're enemies quite a hot scenario actually oh god it's horrible that sums us up we just literally it does sum us up yeah <laughs> i don't like anything like angsty angsty or evil i don't like bad feelings i think i when it comes to sex i like evil bad feelings sex i like anger and angst that's fine i like passion yeah but i don't want malfoy he's like gonna kill everyone he's trying to kill my mates i want malfoy trying to kill everyone and my mates i almost think it's like i'm not having sex with someone who is so arrogant as to assume do you know what i mean it's like you kind of need to be thanking your lucky stars for being with me and if you're evil then you won't be i think they need to be definitely thanking their lucky stars but also (laughs) (laughs) embarrassing <laughs> i think they need to definitely one on my list be thanking their lucky stars, lucky stars. to be an evil maniac <laughs> that's trying to kill everyone i love and three preferably in a dark room with kind of like red light like that scene in hamilton under a street lamp. <laughs> her mouth is on mine and i can't say no oh my god stunning no i'm gonna say this was a point that was made in the last take and we think that it's too good for you to not hear it <laughs> although 100 it's amazing don't get too excited it's not like a point it shocked me it did shock you i was caught off guard by this i thought oh my god that's something to like really think about so much so we had to delete the take <laughs> <laughs> okay so this person said i always like girls that look like me more than others is that weird is it a random thought it's a pattern and it reminded me and i probably got this wrong last time i said it 
that we deleted and I'm probably gonna get it wrong again, but I think it's in Girl, Woman, Other, where one of the women is black and she's talking about how she always goes for blonde women mm. who are, I presume, white. Could be butchering it. And I think it's from that book. Could be from anywhere. Honestly, I could have just made it out. out. It could have been a dream I had, frankly. (laughs) Who knows at this point? It's like a myth at this point. It's old mythology. Mm. The crux, first crux of the episode. Nice. We've been waiting. I've been waiting for the crux patiently. Um, The crux is that someone basically says to her, well, that type that you have, that is the opposite of you, you're always attracted to the opposite of yourself, is actually your attraction is rooted in your self-loathing. And it's just interesting because, for example, if you have blonde hair and you oh girls with brunette brunette girls are just my type i just always go for girls with like dark hair dark hair um maybe you feel a certain way about your blonde hair that you didn't know maybe it's self-loathing maybe it's nothing who knows but just an interesting point (laughs) was that as world shaking as we were looking for i don't know it what no i think it is world shaking i actually do think that is world shaking because especially with like same-sex relationships there's this idea that you should be going for like an opposite of you like there's this idea of like okay so there should be someone that is like masculine and there should be someone that's feminine mm. if you look too similar then i st- think people start to be like i don't know there's this fucked up thing about oh do you want to date yourself then is that narcissism yeah. yeah which is just such a fucked up i kind of would but also i wouldn't don't worry <laughs> It's just a weird thing that it's almost like you can just never win because it's like they, what they basic, what society basically wants from you is there to be as close to a man and a woman as possible. So it's like, okay, well, if there's mm. kind of someone that fits more traditionally into like a masculine role and someone that tr- fits more traditionally into a feminine role, society will be still really unhappy with you, but more happy than they would be if you were both two like femme girls. Mm. They'd be like, well, you're just a narcissistic dating yourself. You're just putting on a show for all the men. Yeah, it's a male gaze. You're just trying to be hot. Mm. It's a, you're, you're just playing into the fetishization of like hot girls fucking each other Mm. so i definitely think that's just such an interesting thing with the idea of difference being often rooted in like a self-hatred and then how that plays into desire like even in a subconscious way is so interesting well it pulls back to comparison as well doesn't it because that person said they always like girls that look like them so interesting because and also um there was someone who was talking about kind of going for people who look like what it's like you're going for someone who you think looks like you but better so you're trying to rewrite your kind of um flaws or your existence or your perceived shittiness Mm. with their perceived perfection and kind of get with the better version of you yeah yeah i just find desire i think it is my it it, let's be real it is my favorite subject just like who Mm. who you find hot why you find that hot and just it's like why why like what made you love that yeah why i guess we'll never know yeah i guess we'll never know but it's so like um diverse i think like it's such there are so Mm. many facets yeah there's so many reasons why somebody could be born and they end up being like an adult in the world liking Mm. a very specific kind of person it's like yeah it's oh i just find it mental or it's like there's a reason why you would be like, I, I find that scene with Lima Miranda gross. And I'm like, I find that very hot. Like, I wonder what that is. Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> what is it? No, I mean, I know I find it repulsive because it is repulsive. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, exactly. And I can name the things that I find hot about it. Yeah. Well, I know I can name the things that I should find gross about it. But like, I wonder what it actually is, the driving thing between behind me liking those things and you not liking those things. Yeah. It seems so arbitrary that I would find that hot. We could write essay on essay on essay yeah or like one of the this is also i think we've spoken about this before but i was speaking about it the other day just in terms of like women finding two men having sex really hot yeah like in terms of the best love stories i've ever that have like affected me in a huge way Mm. would be like call me by your name Brokeback Mountain and fucking God's Own Country that I watched like fucking six months ago and it broke my heart. Like I think the the love stories I'm most affected by and that actually make me just like feel so much Mm. are so often two gay men and it's like i don't know what the fuck that is and it's and then it's like that being such a popular category in porn and then also like the reverse of two of a man watching like lesbian porn is so common but that's because of the fetishization of like lesbians in Mm. our society but there's no real fetishization of gay men there is definitely but not in the same way 
and I just find it such an interesting thing because it's people seem to have like strong opinions of like I I, I love that as a story but I don't find it hot or like yeah. I don't see myself in that so it's not sexual to me mm. but I just I, I don't know I agree I don't know if that's problematic I don't know if that is interesting I don't know if that is whatever I think everything is problematic frankly I think everything is problematic mm-hmm. okay this person said I thought this point was really interesting someone said to be honest I didn't know it was attraction so I don't know what exactly the question was but I think it was something along the lines of how has like if you're attracted to women or if you've ever had a quote-unquote girl crush how has that attraction been impacted by the sexualization of women Mm -hmm. and this person said to be honest I didn't know it was attraction I thought it was strategically clever to befriend beautiful women so they wouldn't be my competition (laughs) which I just thought was funny they thought they were a master manipulator yeah but also you're not clever enough to see that you'll still find competition amongst your friends if anything it'll just be much more painful and excruciating and sour yeah but I just thought that was really interesting that's really interesting that you kind of thought they were doing like a whole scheme one-upping the patriarchy yeah (laughs) yeah it's like well if i just climb my way to the top it's like welcome to go without saying pull up a chair with seffy and wing i find it funny um like the realization of desire that because i think it comes late late as in like you formed relationships with both men and women by the time that you realize okay god i'm attracted to them like i think it's interesting when people look back people that are now like okay i'm bi or like i might be bi or like i i'm realizing that desire works on a spectrum that cannot be broken down into like the stupidness of like gender Mm. So I just think it's interesting when people get to like whatever age that you're kind of working that out and then think, oh my God, that's why I didn't like that girl Mm. in tennis. That's why I didn't like that fucking girl in tennis. I was like, oh, she's such a bitch. But it's like, oh God, actually, I really fancied that girl in tennis. It was all you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just find it really funny. It's like, oh my God, I just loved my old teacher. Oh my God, I loved my old teacher. I was like, oh, I had a crush on my teacher. You were in love with her. Yeah, I had a crush on my teacher. (laughs) You were embusted. Yeah. I just think I just think it's funny because it seems to be such a realization. And I think a lot of people were saying that in the DMs. Like, mm. oh, I I got to this age and I'm now I'm like working out that I'm bi or like I realized that I was bi and that's why I kind of always had like either a resentment or like I kind of always had like a kind of person I was obsessing over, or like a bit of a special friend yeah. throughout my whole childhood. Like, no, you fancied each other, like Yeah. You were in love. Yeah, yeah. Or like I always hated this lesbian girl in my town. It's like, yeah, you're jealous of her because she was living her true self and you you wanted to do that you thought you were the lesbian in town yeah there were a lot of messages actually some people it's funny someone was like i didn't realize i was bi until i was 20 like so late like oh my blah, blah, blah. God. someone else their message saying yeah i didn't realize i was bi until i was 31 or whatever it's like none of these are late yeah yeah none of these are late in today's society what's late it's like by whose whose clock are you living by mm, late mm. you're late for what appointment well in a world that's telling you to be a very narrow be anything other than yourself just be completely everything that you are everything you've ever thought the whole way that you feel wrong 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 wrong. Mm. you need to switch it you need to be anything else but yourself then anything before your death is early yeah exactly the minute you can challenge that it's not late at all no it's actually just incredible at any age Mm, yeah yeah i don't know it's hearing things like oh my god at 20 i'm late it's like oh god jesus thanks for making me feel bad 20 (laughs) yeah you're a child don't worry about it you've got a lot of realizations to come and also at 30 as well it's like yeah 30 yeah and even to be old is it more powerful to do it when you're fucking on your not on your deathbed because that's sad but like nearing the end of your life to reclaim it then is powerful seeing stories of people like embracing themselves at like what is seen as like an older age Mm. is inspiring it's why caitlin jenner was like fucking women of the year and shit like that it's like yeah it takes a lot of strength on that scale as well multiply the strength by a million Mm. it takes a lot of strength to at what 50 something be like i actually think i've been living somewhat of a lie right now Mm. it's not the same as at 18 being like okay i think i'm bi or something like that it's realizing oh yeah totally different struggles yeah but at at a later age being like okay i'm gonna live authentically now well hopefully there's some sort of liberation that comes with age as well in the sense that it's like oh nothing fucking matters anymore like Mm. you realize your mortality because you're being confronted with it and it's like oh fuck it I'm not watching myself run out of time. Well, it's like you start realising there's going to be a a point where I don't have a choice here. I'm going to be dead. So do I make the decision now? So this is one that I really liked. Someone said... I admitted to my boyfriend when I was 16 that I actually really liked one of my female mates and he said, that's so hot, I'd watch you make out. Like, Mm. what the fuck? I told you I fancy someone else. (laughs) 
he let me pursue her because it was fit that I liked women whilst I was crying over how she didn't fancy me and my own boyfriend didn't seem to care that I wanted someone else or an open relationship oh, fuck me I'm happy to hear that you were 16 at the time and that wasn't like my husband um... oh my god yeah well it's happening isn't that fuck it's definitely happening <sighs> yeah that is fucked it's crazy I feel a bit at a loss for words. Can you tell? <laughs> I just think that's so fucked up that it's like, I could tell you, like men really don't see women as, they see them purely as objects of desire, not as people that can desire things. Like they purely see mm-hmm. someone be like, oh, I fancy this other woman. And the man's like, that's cute. Like, yeah, cute. He thinks he's hit the fucking jackpot. Yeah. He's buzzing. It's so odd. It's so odd that it's like- He got his dick out. The minute you said, I have something to tell you, it's about another girl. He said, oh, keep talking. <laughs> Yeah, literally. <laughs> I like where you're going with this. Oh, God, it makes me sick. <laughs> I like mm. the sound of that. He's literally unzipping his jeans. He's like, call her, o- call her over. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something that's really disgusting about a woman t- telling a man what she wants and him just being like, oh, my God, that's going to benefit me big time. Like, nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm telling you I fancy her. It's not for you. Like, believe it or not, me liking this woman is not for your benefit. Mm-hmm. It's a realisation about myself. It's not about your dick. I hate it. More than anything. Literally more than anything. Also 16, it's like, I'm sure... Wow, yeah. I, I, yeah, as I said, I'm glad you were... I wonder how old they are now. Yeah. 16 and a half. <laughs> it's like, they, they are now, yeah, literally 17, gutting. <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and he let her pursue her because it was fit. Oh, I hate it. I hate everything about it. I'm sorry. I hope you did just dump him and then just fully just date her. Well, it's it's hard as well because you're going through it in that situation with not only do you... So you want someone who doesn't want you, but also your boyfriend now doesn't give a shit that you're not interested. So your whole ego is shattered now. Mm. You're super confused. It's not good, is it? It's not a good one. This is why teenagers' feelings are valid. I'll scream it from the fucking rooftops yeah i love now how now it's pivoted from your feelings are valid to teenagers <laughs> feelings are valid teenagers i now speak directly to you i know you're listening your feelings are valid <laughs> they are i now speak directly to you yeah because also that happening in when you're 16 it's like on one hand it's like yeah, i'm glad you're not married i'm glad you don't have kids with him and he's like fit fuck your best friend let me watch i'm glad that's not happening but also that happening at a 16 year old relationship is quite formative and it's like that's going to continue whether you continue a relationship with him or not that kind of insecurity is going to follow in other relationships that you're having sex with your current boyfriend and you're thinking do you want to watch me kind of finger your ex-girlfriend as well like what is going on here Mm. i wonder how the situation has changed now because things are much more progressive but in some ways a lot more like performatively progressive than when we were at school Mm. when we were 16 and i wonder how many people are in situations where they've had something similar happen but the boyfriend is saying yeah no worries like whatever blah 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 and performing like wokeness and like performing being a supportive partner and then going off to wank about it later because they don't want you to run off say i'm homophobic i'm homophobic whatever blah 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 yeah and then he's st- what, still wanking about the whole thing anyway probably <laughs> or he'd be like that's amazing let's have a threesome i'm so supportive yeah exactly yeah exactly so true god it's actually said, that's amazing i love lesbians <laughs> I'm such an ally. I'm not homophobic because <laughs> my girlfriend's a lesbian. I'm not homophobic because I wanked a lesbian porn. Yeah. It's, oh my God, it actually makes me feel sick. Oh dear. I also, I don't know, this isn't even, I don't know, that's not relevant really. I want to hear it. I don't, this isn't about girl crushes, but it's about sexuality as a whole. Mm. Just, I kind of, I don't know. Go on, say it. Be brave. Be brave. I don't know if it's for this episode, but it's something I, I always think about. Yeah. Just the double standards with like bisexuality or like a, a fluidity within your sexuality. The double standards within gender of that. So it's like mm. the fetishization of women that are bi and oh, it's hot. It's um sexy www.lesbianporn.com all the boys are wanking Mm. and then the double standards of if a boy was to be like i'm bi it's Mm. suddenly they're gay Mm -hmm. in society's eyes now they're gay whereas Mm -hmm. a girl it's like oh it's a phase it's a phase it's a hot phase that benefits men it's a performance it's this it's that it's fake it's whatever yeah if if it's a woman oh she's lying if it's a man he's definitely telling the truth yeah 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 yeah. literally (laughs) the last thing someone would do would be lie about their sexuality oh no silly girl you're not bi you just want to kiss girls at parties to show off for the boys that's nothing yeah 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 exactly get some like hot points Mm mm-hmm 
once again, the world is unfair. It's, ba- it's a bad place, isn't it? It's a really bad place. Yeah, sometimes. I'm scrimping at my barrels, sorry. Yeah, go on. Scrimping at my barrels, not, not the phrase. Are we feeling aligned? I'm feeling aligned with you. Are you not feeling okay, aligned good. with me? Am I making you feel bad? No, 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 no. I'm just thinking, are we not aligned? I'm just not giving you much to feed off of, which I'm aware of and I apologise, but I just have nothing to say. It's, I love, by the way, love when these conversations get recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. It's like, if we accidentally left this bit it's in. It's really funny hearing it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we should just slow it down. Okay. Why don't we just go in like, who's your ultimate girl crush? <laughs> okay, go on. Right, who's your ultimate girl crush? It's kind of the ultimate... Um, not the point of the episode. <laughs> like yeah, every yeah. Kind of prediction. <laughs> yeah. Everything we've said really important up till now. Now we're just gonna talk about hot girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's what I like to hear. Go on, you go first. I don't know. This is the the fucking problem. I don't know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Do you have one that like? I don't know because I'm well. I'm tainted now by everything we've just said. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, I fucking love her tits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Kind of everyone. Because some people were saying like how they use girl crush is to be someone that they like look up to and admire and like would like to mm. be like, which I don't think is kind of Oprah. It's like you're not trying to finger Oprah, but she's your girl crush. But then I wouldn't use it as girl crush. Then well, no, you wouldn't. I, I would never. You would never hear me utter seriously the words girl crush but i also well i'm about to i'm about to ask you but i think oprah is my fucking god my icon my idol i love her so much kind of i want her to tuck me into bed and give me like a hot milk mm. delicious mm. Oh, that sounds horrible and read me a bedtime story very intense <laughs> i kind of want her to um i want to go and stay at her house and <laughs> harvest some vegetables from her vegetable garden she's not my crush <laughs> but my crush i don't have a girl crush but it's like yeah okay well i fancy kind of jodie coma right Love. she's your girl crush no she's not she's just straight up crush you go on and on about your girl crush jodie coma you all you ever say is your girl crush jodie coma <laughs> well it's interesting okay let's think about it then like this it's not necessarily a crux i'm giving you but it's just a talking point crush you'll happily use that term girl crush has different connotations because yeah over the course of the past like 10 years society has turned it into something super trivial and a bit ridiculous and it's been fetishized and whatever yada 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 the artists are still with us (laughs) but why could we reclaim it and say why is it when you put girl in front of a crush it suddenly becomes a joke because i and think actually it's... i'm happy to say girl crush like i'm gonna start using girl boss as well i don't know if i know <laughs> i can't get on board with it no i'm joking but also like i part of me also hates the self-loathing that then comes with it like it takes us 10 so the first five years we spend i've got a girl crush i've got a girl crush i'm a girl boss i'm a girl boss super happy about it then the next five years we spend oh no that was wrong we'd say girl boss oh i don't like girl crush that's silly that's silly then the next five years we spend it's so embarrassed oh i can't believe i used to say girl crush i can't believe i used to say girl boss it's so embarrassing it's like why can't we just have a nice time and just speak freely and just let if you want to be a fucking girl boss you're a fucking girl boss if you want to have a fucking girl crush have a fucking girl crush and the whole thing is going to be problematic and you might also have fun i don't care i completely agree but i also think can't you just be like it's a crush you just (laughs) it's like i know it's just like a link a language thing but it's almost just like it is a crush but it's also like you're not a girl boss you're a boss it's it's those sort of things that it just separates a man boss and a girl boss but what if you are a girl boss what if you are a girl boss though but also why is it girl and not woman like it's just so odd all right be a woman boss then but just be a boss then no one's using your language though let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) 
doesn't quite have a ring to it but it's just like but just be a boss like i just don't see why it needs i agree i agree call yourself whatever you want i'm not gonna be the person that says actually don't but i agree but then i also think like spending five years then going against all the girl bosses all the people who are catching up to the conversation on why they might not like the idea of girl crush actually then ends up creating another angle of like annoyance between all the girls it's like once again the girls are fighting yeah no completely well also it's like it's not a thing to be like oh my god you said girl crush cringe it's not it's not but give it five years i mean after this podcast let's see what fucking happens we're gonna fucking cause a storm (laughs) (laughs) we've got it abolished from the dictionary the revolution is coming (laughs) let's have another drink son (laughs) to To the the revolution revolution. (laughs) um <laughs> oh my god i hate it do you get what i mean though completely it's not one of those terms it's like if someone said girl crush i don't think i put oh my god yeah. but i think it is one of those things i slightly wince over just kind of it slightly makes me think it's it's just the the patriarchy well there are real issues with it i don't want to undermine that but you get what i mean it's putting a slight pause on a really wholesome thing of oh my god i really fancy that girl or if you're going to use it i really admire that girl i really would like to look like that girl i'm having a wholesome feeling of sexual desire towards a woman well it's a girl crush Mm. what do you say that is it a boy crush yeah i do quite like it though actually i think it just takes away from the autonomy of your desire i totally agree no it's not girl crush i'm gonna have sex with her but i do think girls are better than everyone else (laughs) and so i'm not surprised that they have their own that there's certain terminology that comes with girls and i think it's it could i kind of it depends on the intent it depends on if it's a man speaking about girl crushes i'm like oh shut the fuck up (laughs) oh do you know what i mean imagine what that would be so babe who's your girl crush but if you started saying jodie comer's my girl crush my girl crush i kind of think there is a bit of power in it i don't know when it's celebrities i feel like it's different as well it's almost like she's my queen she's my queen it's like she's not your queen queen elizabeth is your queen and do not speak treason upon her (laughs) but like she's not actually your queen but the, the lingo is fine yeah so yeah. like she's not actually your girl crush she's just a woman that you fancy and that's fine yeah but again yeah girl crush is completely invalidating i don't know it's, it's yeah they're two in the same not the phrase Who who's like um who's my girl crush who's your who's your girl crush i honestly am struggling because i genuinely think like most women on earth are my girl crush like i find it a bit hard. i don't want to say one and they'll be like oh but it's also that one and that one and that one and, like i would go on and on it's too much exactly i don't think i'm like indecisive in the libra way indecisive i actually don't i think i'm really good at like making decisions it's me clicking my fingers probably annoying but i think i'm pretty i can make a decision pretty promptly i think but when it comes to like choosing favorites i don't like it because i don't want i don't want someone to think they're not my favorite <laughs> do you know what i mean totally 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 i'm not i'm not afraid to throw around some names <laughs> so all the girl crushes are my girl crush <laughs> so jody that's a really strong one i think it's super strong yeah yeah jody coma yeah like also it's one of those things like yeah she's not my it's just not phase but i can throw around fucking millions of them i also watch what's it called um you know who's my girl crush who and i think this is a really in the same way that jody coma is i think it's a really similar energy and it's a very common girl crush and i reckon i'll score some points with whoever agrees with me is Gillian Anderson. Yeah, you've scored the points with me. Home, she's hit it. She's hit home run with hit me. Hit a home fucking run. Honestly, couldn't be more stunning. Have you been watching Sex Education? No, I haven't. I'm saving it because I often can't decide. I believe the term is by by panic. I heard on on fucking TikTok once, mm, but you don't know who's hotter. I don't know who's hotter, Gillian Anderson or the her like boyfriend in it. I don't know his name. Oh, his name's Jacob. Oh, that's hot. And he's very hot. He was like, I think he was like a plumber or something. And then they're kind of, he was like her plumber or something. No, no, he's hot though. Well, like electrician. Oh god, he's a handyman. Let's say. Oh, okay. I see what they're doing there. Yeah, he's very hot, and so she. And it's I literally it'll be like them just stood next to each other, and it's like I don't know who i'd go for in a room what's going on here yeah, yeah yeah it's like oh god it's too much gotta make a choice have i and do you have to make a choice i don't think you do i don't think well especially not with a tv show i don't need to make a choice <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't care what i decide i think i think they're about to come into the room actually i think you need to <laughs> is jillian or Jacob? it's like i don't know i think one of them's gonna be sentenced to death if you don't <laughs> choose <laughs> but yeah i completely agree do you know someone else mm. that I think is quite a popular one, but also just like so stands? Zoe Kravitz. 
That is really popular, yeah. I remember you saying that before. I remember you saying she was the most stunning woman alive. So stunning. I think she is the most stunning woman alive. Um, You know who else is a popular one? Rihanna. Oof. Can we tie these women together? Is it just that we like kind of powerful, like impressive? Yeah. Kind of quite charming women. Charismatic, like a, a charismatic beauty yeah. about them. The power of it. Mm. Someone wrote in saying that they watch the woman in when they watch porn they watch the woman but they like it because it's not that they're sexually attracted to her but they find it empowering to see a confident woman like naked having sex oh that's nice i wish i could do that (laughs) and i was gonna just say what porn are you watching yeah that's the opposite of my experience yeah what porn is that where the woman seems empowered because usually it's like they're literally getting their head like flushed down a fucking toilet But I just thought that kind of is it. There's a nice sweet spot there, isn't there? When you're not threatened by a woman's power. Mm. There's no competition. It's a rare moment, I guess, for women. Well, that's maybe why it's people like Rihanna that are so that are so far above kind of the average fucking person. They're so far above that they're literally, they've elevated to like God status that it's like, okay, well, I can fancy her because she's yeah. obviously completely unattainable that I can't feel unhappy about her success because she is world's apart from me it's literally fucking rihanna yeah yeah it's not just like oh my girl crushes the girl that works in starbucks that served me the other day yeah fuck i fancy her should i get her number that's a real fucking thing no instead you're saying like oh my god she's she's so like she's got this and this and this she's look great at the met gala <laughs> yeah for fuck's sake yeah exactly yeah, actually i don't know whether this is a point i'm not gonna go so far as to say it's a crux because it's definitely not go on don't doubt it i do find it interesting that when girls talk about girl crushes it is more often than not about celebrities or fictional characters Mm. like it's not ever really my girl crush is like my neighbor's friend the girl down the street it's never that it's the opposite of girl next door vibes it is whereas (laughs) like fancying men and boys i feel like it it can be oh my god the guy that fucking served me in sainsbury's today oh my god he was so hot or like that guy mm. there is so hot or that guy there that i work with is hot whatever and i think you can do that with girls but it's to be like to be like i have a crush on them it's almost like it's so much more common for girls to be talking about celebrities or like these sort of people that feel very distant and i almost feel like yeah. is that a way of women allowing allowing themselves to have sexual feelings for women because they're so detached from them i think so that it will never really happen but then it's oh i can fancy them and their boyfriend won't get threatened yeah and also it's an opportunity for you to share your sexuality publicly or freely without being shamed for it so you and all of your friends can sit around talking about your girl crushes Mm. mine's jodie coma mine's rihanna blah 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 and neither of you are scared that now you're going to be labeled as like a lesbian oh my god she's a weirdo blah 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 blah. that's why i think it is a bit of a springboard for people to have a bit of leg room hopefully in exploring their sexuality before diving headfirst into that yeah like just quite safely i guess well it's kind of picture the room of girls going around you're at whatever you're 18 years old you're going around oh yeah i fancy rihanna yeah jodie Comer, zoe kravitz whatever and then goes oh yeah but i fancy fucking i fancy you actually yeah oh my god it's you oh i fancy you oh no no i fancy sarah from Matt. that yeah oh god no well now and now, now we're the, talking yeah. now we're in trouble the energy has changed now suddenly everyone <laughs> now no one wants to get changed in front of you you fucking freak now everyone's <laughs> texting each other oh my god can't believe she said that can't believe she just said <laughs> She looked at me in the changing room. Yeah. I don't want to sleep in the same room as her. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone get her mum to pick her up? <laughs> I honestly remember conversations like that at school. Like, oh my God, did you see that girl looked at me at, in the... Tra-? It's just like... Mm-hmm. So much. So fucked up. Meanwhile, we're all fucking shaking because it's like... You're next. God, don't let them find out. Well, I th- hope that in loads of ways that's changed. I know that school... And I guess, I think friendship groups in general, I guess just society is still like insanely problematic, but definitely things are changing. Just the dialogue is insanely different now. Like if someone, someone walked into school, someone turned up at the sleepover and said, oh, my girl crushes Jodie Comer. They'd be like, all right, millennial, shut up, boomer. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it'd be quite an embarrassing thing to say at sleepover. Guys, I've got a secret. It's embarrassing. It's like, what generation are you from? Got some gossip for you. You fucking loser. I really fancy Rihanna. It's like, okay. I don't think that's what the kids are saying <laughs> no. these days. No, no. <laughs> Has anyone watched the latest series of Sex Education? I couldn't decide. I could not decide. <laughs> yeah. Still 
<laughs> got like a sore fucking thumb. Honestly, a policewoman <laughs> pretending <laughs> to be a fucking child catching paedophiles on Facebook. Literally. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> that is so funny, yeah. Like policemen pretending to buy weed. It's like, you're sticking out like a sore, sore fucking thumb. thumb. Yeah. And I think that's us now talking about girl crushes. I agree as well. <laughs> I believe a common one is Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who? Lenny who? They've got no idea. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> it is really embarrassing. Um, <sighs> I had a breakdown about my birthday, can I say, since we're talking about age. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I want to say also, uh, let me just say, I know this is like tucked into the middle of the episode now, but I do want to say thank you to everyone who sent messages on my birthday, like the DMs. Everyone was really, really nice. It really made me feel better because I spent the whole time crying. I had a big breakdown on my birthday. So much so we had to cancel our dinner reservations that's horrible which is quite crazy i think Mm. um so thanks really (laughs) that's when you really know it's like let's let's call it quits now let's (laughs) let's quit while we're ahead honestly just take the l and move on yeah maybe next year but i hope you guys are well (laughs) wait no so what happened do you want to talk more about that like what actually went on well it was not the thing is it's not really deep and now i'm not directly speaking to you the young ones i'm speaking to anyone like who's ever felt this way before which I'm assuming if you're like 20 and under, you've never felt this way. But I had this thing in my head, I think, because before <laughs> for a while I was joking with Sefi about like Botox and stuff. And we were talking about how like aging, like you like you losing your youth is like you losing all of your social capital as a woman and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But I don't really think that's what has bothered me because that's still a way away. <laughs> IMO. If you think I'm an old hag and a spinster, then <laughs> keep it to yourself. <laughs> but for me, I think I'm fine. I've got a few years. Um, But for me, it was more so about I kind of I think I thought I think I realized that I knew 25 was like in the distance. I knew 25 was coming. I just think I never actually thought it would come and I would be 25. Like Mm. I always knew like, oh, yeah, one day you'll be 25. But it was kind of by the time you're 25 or like or one day when you're 25, it's like, no, like the day came. Yeah. The day wasn't good. The day came and went. And I also spent a lot of time thinking like, God, I just had like, it just feels like quite a closing chapter, even though it's obviously like the chapters are always turning, guys, goes without saying, but just very much felt like my very like immediate, like fresh youth, my baby youth is done. And like, I can't go back and rewrite anything. I can't scratch anything out or add anything on or change anything or remove some things that I didn't like Mm. or shift things slightly so it makes more sense or it feels a bit nicer. Like it's done, it's permanent and life is permanent and it's gonna come for me and I'm gonna keep being 25, 26 and onwards, touch wood if I'm so lucky. No matter how I feel about it, you're gonna be confronted with aging. Yeah. Hopefully, I hope that for all of us listening. it just hit me I think Mm. and I also said like the irony of spending your whole birthday of your whole 25th birthday crying about all the time you've wasted being sad was not lost on me but I really did have to spend a long time crying about all the time I've wasted being sad and I hope now I'm gonna find some sort of like kind of the liberation that was talking about earlier like as you get older I know I'm still insanely young obviously it goes without saying frankly but I think there's some sort of liberation in just being like look nobody's coming harry oh someone actually said uh, i haven't replied someone said oh there's this pointless asking it here but if anyone knows when that episode is from can someone say because everyone's trying to find that bit and i don't know where that's from yeah we were trying to find the quote of nobody's coming harry when when was that said when was that first uttered when was that moment when was that said does anyone know too many hours of stuff to search through please let us know if anyone listened to that recently just let us know where that is but i kind of had that as a moment on the day just like no one's coming it's all on me on to the next one i guess so anyway also from what you were saying stop me at any point never um i feel like from what you were stop. saying it's like you no, <laughs> sorry <laughs> beep <laughs> wrong couldn't have got it more wrong sorry golden buzzer again cheap love i feel like what you were saying was that you kind of had i think we all kind of have this this idea of like when you feel like your youth is ended mm. that you wanted everything to be like wrapped in a neat little bow afterwards like mm. oh that was the perfect story of my childhood and youth and now i'm 25 i'm a young woman entering the world yeah and you were saying like oh there are just some strings that like need to be tied still that it was just like it's almost quite frustrating to be like i wanted by the time i'm 25 for that 
chapter to be just like chef's kiss perfect perfect i dealt with everything and now i'm entering this new chapter as the perfect version of me yeah but like obviously that's not the reality of life Uh and you hit whatever age and you're like fuck i actually am still in chaos and there's loads of shit that i want to sort but it's like things don't happen like that Mm. things it's the reality of oh i'm not living in a movie i don't get a season finale yeah Agreed. Where I sort it all out and I move on to series two and I'm starting from a fresh, like, perfect slate. It's the, it's just, like, a weird realisation. It is weird, yeah. It, it was just weird. I mean, I look forward to Sefi's. <laughs> oh, God. 25. My, I've cried every single birthday for the last i think 10 years well let's not do that this year then yeah i want to do a thing i did have a thought of i kind of want to adopt a cat on my birthday i know and i i also had a thought of like i'm gonna have to sort out sepia cat for her birthday but <laughs> every time we speak about this you're now ruining the surprise more and more and more <laughs> and like i'm gonna have to say to you before it's not happening do you know what i mean yeah like, yeah for real don't get excited but the thing is i have wanted a cat for so long now and went by why why and what I mean by so long isn't just like, oh, like six months, like since the age of like four, mm. I've wanted a cat to adopt a cat of your own, yeah, so badly. Yeah, and I had to Quentin, who's named after Quentin Tarantino, and Kirby, who's named after that fucking Nintendo thing called Kirby. <laughs> and they were my loves. I adopted them, and they both died sad deaths. Um, and I cried so much. And I loved them so much. And I just think I'm getting to the point where witching for cats. Yeah, I need a cat of my own. Yeah, but I also don't know if I'm at the point where that's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where. I I can do that like I still live in London I live in London like I have quite a amount quite sometimes I don't know it's just I don't know I just really fucking want one and I just would love a birthday where I'm not crying fuck okay so I'm getting Sephia a cat for her birthday then great <laughs> well that settles it then so on my birthday guys if you send a cat to the address <laughs> I just think birthdays are weird like mm. you're lu- not even lucky because your other birthdays could have been like kind of you're hit with mortality in a different way i've always loved aging yeah I have, that's the thing in it's the similar it's my so my overriding thing with birthdays is like wow i'm so lucky to be moving on to like good things like thank god i got through that sadness mm. like blah 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 blah. on to the next great birthdays were always like moving on like moving through like all this shit like mm-hmm. great i can see the end Whereas now it's like, fuck. Yeah. I don't know why it felt like a bit of a milestone where I felt like... It's a big one. God, all of that time I spent dealing with X, Y, and Z is just horrible. It's pointless. But anywho, I just want to make a note where you smug 21, 22-year-olds who think it's never coming. I fuck it, it's going to come for you. Unless you die and I don't want that for you. No. It's coming for you. Also, this is the weird thing. And I just genuinely thought it wouldn't come for me. And I knew it would be one day, but then it actually came. <laughs> and also the weird bit is, is the best case scenario is that you keep getting older absolutely yeah the best case scenario is that you're fucking 27 yeah you're 28 then you're 30 then you're fucking 45 60 then you're 80 yeah we should be so lucky and i honestly think i felt shit about aging or like shit about the pressure of a birthday and like how you should be feeling on that day since i was like since I was like 12 mm. so actually since I had my Lord of the Rings birthday party when I was like six and somewhat some girl I'm not gonna say her name sang along to the music <laughs> and I threw a bowl of smarties in the air and started crying saying you're ruining everything why because I was like don't sing or so- I don't really know you are so scary honestly like, you are so nuts <laughs> you are so hard to please <laughs> I, yeah no I agree I agree I agree <laughs> Because also that birthday party, I think, was one of the highlights of my life. It sounds like the best thing ever for you. I had a cake. How great is it? I had a cake. Spoiler, I was obsessed. Just the context you need. I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings when I was a kid. I had a cake with Gollum on and Sam and Frodo with a button that you pressed and it would say, my precious. Wow. And then we did pin the tail on the donkey, but we did pin the tail on Shadowfax. Who the fuck is that? Who is Gandalf's horse. Oh, right. Stunning. <laughs> Literally, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and everyone was going mental. It's, it's <laughs> nickname. Oh, God. <laughs> God, these names need to stop. <laughs> That's three now, I think. That's three. No, I think it might. I think we're three look, potentially looking for four. Okay. I'm scared I've missed one. Say four to be safe, but you're going to be looking all day and all night for the final Horcrux. <laughs> <laughs> but I am now, I'm kind of thinking for my 25th, because my like Lord of the Rings birthday party was the best thing of, I've ever done. Do I do a Lord of the Rings party? Yeah, we'll rewrite it. <gasps> And I'll dress as Gollum for you and I'll run around going, you may be a 
think I know my precious. And you're up to wear a little bold cap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I can be my king Frodo. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I might dress as Frodo for my 25th birthday. Nothing says adulthood like a Lord of the Rings birthday <laughs> party where you're dressed as Frodo. Oh my God. Um. Well, that's a nice end, I guess. Yeah, I guess bit weird really weird really i think this has been a weird episode weird energy from the both of us i think i think weird energy from the both of us and for that i can only apologize (laughs) (laughs) well if you don't hear from us also oh no no i've done it now i've said it it's all done go on i'm just gonna keep going on about birthdays and no one wants that no no let's do birthdays i honestly think fuck the weird energy let's just roll let's roll with it okay well i was gonna say about my birthday it's funny because i'm at the best my life is the best it's ever been yeah i felt so sad i'm I'm still a bit confused I've, i've come to a few conclusions about being confronted with something that you never really thought was coming and thinking about the time you've wasted those are the two i've got so far i'm not asking for you to try and diagnose me because i think that'll make me feel worse mm. but it's a work in progress trying to figure out how why so many tears why yeah. my boyfriend always says are these tears unlimited <laughs> as if he's getting a bottomless drink at nando's <laughs> unlimited anyway now i'm done and they are unlimited they are unlimited yeah the tears start coming and they don't stop coming no they don't stop coming birthdays are weird though if your birthday's coming up i mean happy birthday kind of congrats and also my heart goes out to you <laughs> they're a hard time yeah i think they're a time of reflection i think that's it mm. i think that's what i've always struggled with are you having a good day how do you feel about being this age mm. did you enjoy your 22nd year it's like oh it's like someone's dressed as a big journal and they're like chasing you down the street yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, i don't know how i feel tell us your best bits <laughs> of the year oh or kind of how many people would you like to invite over yeah um, how about nobody you really want to spend it alone? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, don't it's know. too much, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot. I get that. What was the best thing you got? Yeah. I got a pair of socks that I really like. It's just <laughs> all really weird. Like, I just find it really, really pressurising. It is weird. It's intense. Yeah. I think some people also love the attention. Uh, and I agree. I was going to say to you, this is how bad it was. I didn't even say this to you. I was going to say, don't put anything on the story, by the way. And then you put something on the story and I was going to say, can you take it down? Oh, and I God. thought, I can't say that. It's out of order well because i didn't know whether that would help or not i think it helped it did help everyone was so nice it really helped also people were on my personal like i couldn't escape you but like whether we took it down or not but in the best way like yeah there is just no way that messages from anyone who listens could ever make me feel worse like it always just makes you feel better but and also i feel like people want to say happy birthday to you yeah well i hope they weren't saying it against their will otherwise you'll get them the next day being like didn't know it's your birthday what do you mean um if people want to say happy birthday to you so they'll see it the next day that it was your birthday and they'll be like oh missed your birthday yeah why didn't you tell us rude they'll hear this and be like oh wing cried all day on her birthday yeah they will hear that yeah (laughs) (laughs) sounds really horrible it was weird i couldn't i there was nothing i could do Mm. the tears were unlimited i I couldn't overpower them (laughs) so much so that you had to take your makeup off and sit in yeah i was getting ready so we'd been out, had a nice morning. I was crying the whole time, crying into my coffee. Then we came back. Then I was getting ready like for lunch, crying the whole time. And I was like, you know what? This is just not going to work. Like, I'm crying off my makeup. I got changed just into joggers, just got out of my clothes, took all my makeup off and we went down. I actually would really recommend Baby Bow at the pond in Brighton. It's so good. Everyone's commenting on my bow buns. That was my lunch and it was great. But I was crying into them the whole time. But I just, in a way, it was quite nice. I just committed to it. Like yeah. I just, I didn't try and force it. I didn't get a birthday dress on. Well, that that's when... When it's worse when you're crying off your makeup and pretend i wasn't crying it was quite nice in a way to just be like look this is how i feel i feel how i feel i mean it's not very wing from Stephanie and wing and i get that but it also kind of is the most wing thing we've ever heard i actually think <laughs> it is entirely wing from Stephanie and wing i'm always pro-aging though and it's not i don't think it's aging that i've got a problem with no i don't think it is either i think it's my life that i've gone from <laughs> no i'm joking i think it's um accepting that some things are written Uh forever now it's like you can't go in and just just gonna um rub out that little bit and just put in that actually that person when i said this they said this instead it's like no that's written that's your childhood yeah which is the fucked realization of i think it's just gonna keep happening with every year i mean at 50 it's like okay so everything that has happened has happened now like everything that has happened up until the age of my 50th birthday yeah and it was your one chance and no one came yeah and you kept saying on your podcast nobody's coming and you were right nobody came which is why it's like there is nothing more urgent 
that doesn't mean go out and write your fucking novel now go out and do that final painting you want to do it doesn't mean that no if anything that's the last thing you should do there is nothing more urgent than just dedicating to yourself what you want to do yeah because before you know it you wake up and you're 85 and think oh fuck i spent the whole time stressing about i'm not earning enough money or i don't have a good enough clothes or any of this shit and you wake up and you think oh fuck i've got nothing real i don't know who i am i actually think i'm i actually think it wasn't a girl crush i was in love with her yeah exactly you're performing girl crush for my shitty boyfriend who actually she was the love of my life Mm -hmm. what have i been doing yeah fuck this fuck this hey well if you don't hear from us happy birthday guys yeah happy birthday and we love you send this to your friend if it's her birthday (laughs) (laughs) the worst gift I actually think getting sent an episode of Goes Without Saying is the most insulting thing someone can do to you. Honestly. Not only am I going to torture you with hours of like dodgy references and like chaotic, like frantic, insane people, but I'm also kind of implying that you need to rethink your life. Yeah, I'm. if you if your friend sent this to you, they were trying to send you a message. They're trying to tell you something. Yes. I'm not sure what it was. I'm sure you've had fun trying to figure it out, but they're trying to tell you something. They're trying to se- tell you that they hate you. That you've been thinking wrong about something. I'm going to subject this girl to hours of this yeah i'm so sorry if this got sent to you because i think a lot of people actually do say this got recommended to me it's like you should honestly like question your friend's intentions good for you yeah good for you for like making it through and enjoying it thanks thanks. it's crazy i think we should go because i've got to scour this for names now yeah let's fucking go let's get out of here and that's the last time that you'll mention names on this podcast is it I'm drawing a line in the sand. I've just got to remember some names from your life and throw them out. Never. Good luck. You can't even remember literally anything about me. I can. I'm going to do one now. Uh, that's, a sh- that's a silly one, though. That is silly. Okay, I'll leave it in then. No, don't leave it in. <laughs> no, I would never. I would never. God, there's loads now. You've done that to yourself. I know. Yeah, that's my own fault. <laughs> okay, right. Let's go before it gets the worst. Okay. Um, If you don't hear from us. <clears throat> assume the worst. That was really sad, that one. God, that was quite weird. (laughs) (laughs) That was really sad. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com